Hey, this is James McCoy from the JM Sports and Wrestling Podcast, where you will hear the latest in wrestling and sports. Nothing here is off limits. Let's have some fun. Welcome to the first segment that I'm going to call NFL Breaking News. So breaking news just popped up across the screen within the last little while. The Kansas City Chiefs have traded Alex Smith to the Washington Redskins. Um, Right now, compensation has not been, as far as I understand, has not been um, reported on. Alex Smith has also just inked a four-year deal in Washington, so he'll be there for the next five years because he still has a year left on his current deal. So that'll keep him in Washington pretty much for the rest of his career, barring some sort of injury or, you know, his play starts to diminish. So we all knew Alex Smith was going to be traded at some point. We just didn't know where. We just didn't know who would be the suitors. And, I mean, I had heard about Washington But earlier today, I saw Kirk Cousins say that he had no issues signing the franchise tag if they tagged him for a third time. Well, apparently the Redskins did not want to tag you for a third time because this pretty much means that your run in Washington is over. So now Kirk Cousins will become a free agent. I'm not a free agent. Um, I think he'll be a restricted. Restricted. So that would give Washington the the chance to match they're not going to match. So they signed Smith to a four-year deal. So that's done. So the question being, where does Kirk Cousins go? I have a few teams in mind that would love to have Kirk Cousins that maybe are just a quarterback away from maybe being a serious Super Bowl contender. The first team, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They made it to the AFC Championship game behind Blake Bortles. And they led that game for three and a half quarters with Blake Bortles against the Patriots until Tom Brady does what Tom Brady does. Pay the refs off in the fourth quarter to help him win. No, but seriously, the Patriots overcoming a 10-point lead in the second half in the fourth quarter to win that game. So Jacksonville would be a good fit, I think, with a little better quarterback who wouldn't have been complacent and being you know, not being aggressive enough. I think Kirk Cousins fits the mold perfectly to be an aggressive quarterback. I think that guy could have beaten that New England team with that team around him. So I definitely think Kirk Cousins going to Jacksonville is a viable option. Uh, let's see, what else can we think of? Denver. Denver's had the last couple years Trevor Simeon QBing them. And Denver has struggled both of those years. Denver has a great offense. You know, Emmanuel Sanders and those boys... C.J. Anderson, they still got a defense behind Von Miller, even though Aqib Tlaib has ended up in trade um, trade rumors. You put Kirk Cousins on that team, Kirk Cousins makes that team a hell of a lot better. So, I mean, there's two teams right there off the top of my head where Kirk Cousins could go and make a team better. The Arizona Cardinals who just lost their quarterback, Carson Palmer, to retirement. He now could go to Arizona, you know, and if David Johnson comes back healthy, he'll he'll have a good running game. That defense in Arizona is legit with Patrick Peterson and Chandler Jones and company. That team's legit. So that would be a great fit as well. So that's Right there. You know, that's just a few teams that I can think of that could use the services of Kirk Cousins. And you know what? There's one more team I'll throw, I'll throw under there. Actually, actually, let's go two more teams. The Buffalo Bills, for one, 
that would be a great fit for Cousins. You have Kelvin Benjamin at the wide receiver position over there. You still have Shady McCoy. That would be a good spot with that Buffalo Bills defense too. And then you have the Miami Dolphins. You still have Jarvis Landry. You, you have Indomitian and Sue, Miami defense. That would, those teams would make great sense. And I've also even heard earlier the Giants, but no, that's not going to happen. Eli's going to stay their quarterback. So those are just the teams right there for Kirk Cousins to entertain. So again, Alex Smith traded from the Chiefs to the Redskins for, I did see something that said that a third round pick would be announced tomorrow. And I was debating whether I should announce that now, but we'll see what happens. All right. So when we come back, we are going to talk about other breaking news. Blake Griffin traded to the Detroit Pistons. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am back and I am here to talk about in segment two other breaking news that happened yesterday, and that was Blake Griffin being traded from the Los Angeles Clippers to the Detroit Pistons in a four-player trade that the Clippers got back Avery, Avery Bradley, um, Tobias Harris, and Boban Marjanovic, and the protected first-round pick, 2018 and a second round pick 2019 so this deal pretty much came out of nowhere um, I didn't get a chance to listen to any experts and see when talks actually for this trade actually started and how quick that it came together when I was hearing about possible NBA trades I heard the name Blake Griffin come up but because of the new contract I didn't see it I didn't see what team would take on not not only that new contract, but take on the fact that, you know, he's injury prone. First four years, he's missed, you know, in his first four years in the league, he missed only four games. You know, his last four years, my goodness, you could probably, you know, times that by 20 to 25. And he's missed quite a bit of games over the last four seasons. So the question became, would a team part ways with that much talent for a guy, you know, who you don't even know if, he, if he'll be even an all-star with his injury history? Because you don't know if he'll stay on the court. I see why Detroit took the risk. I mean, Detroit's got Andre Drummond. If you can keep a healthy Blake Griffin with a healthy Andre Drummond, you have a rim protector. That's a good start. And then you have an offensive guy in Blake Griffin who is awesome when he's on the floor. I mean, in the six seasons in LA, is it six seasons in LA or eight seasons? Eight seasons in LA, they made six straight playoff appearances. Blake Griffin helped transform the Los Angeles Clippers. They were the laughing stock. Blake Griffin has nothing to hang his head about about his time in LA. The only thing he should be hanging his head about is the fact that he punched out a friend of his who was a lot smaller than him, and he was called a bully after that. But that's it. Yeah, he got injured. Injuries happen. But if Blake Griffin, he should be rejuvenated. Now, he'll definitely be cold, because today in L.A. it was 82 degrees. 
You want to know what it was in Detroit? 24. So, let's see. That's a 58-degree difference. Blake Griffith, I hope you bought a jacket. But, I mean, in, in that Eastern Conference where you have, you know, the Celtics, the Cavs, the Raptors, and who else do you have? Listen, you get another play. Griffin's going to be there for the next three seasons, three, four years. You can build around that team. And you can make that Detroit Piston team a beast in the East. You already have two-thirds of a, you know, three-superstar team, but, you know, with Drummond and Griffin. Get another guy there and then build around those three with a good bench, good defense. You know, they could come out of the East in two years, a year or two. I mean, it all depends on what happens this summer. Let's see what they do this summer, and let's see what they do at the end of this year. They're not coming out of the East this year, I don't think. I, I, you know, I think that's Boston's. I think that's Boston's East to lose. You still can't ride off Cleveland. Philadelphia's on the up, you know, up and coming. You got some teams coming up in that East. Detroit definitely is one of those teams that, you know, we all should watch out for. You got Indiana as well with Victor Oladipo. So again, Blake Griffin traded to Detroit for Tobias Harris, for Avery Bradley, and for Bobo Marjanovic, and then a 2018 first-round pick and a 2019 second-round pick. Uh, 28 first team, or 2018 first-round pick is a protected pick. All right, so we're going to go to break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the last bit of breaking news that also happened yesterday, Triple G and, Canal- and Canelo Alvarez Part 2. We'll be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am back, and we're also going to talk about the breaking news that happened just a couple hours before Blake Griffin got traded yesterday, and that's in the boxing world. HBO has confirmed, and also Triple G and Canelo have confirmed, that they have signed for a rematch on May 5th. So Cinco de Mayo, we're going to see part two of Triple G and Canelo Alvarez. And if we and if we remember their first fight, in 2017, that fight had controversy in it. Everyone watching that fight knows who won the fight. And I want people to call into my station who are boxing fans because I, I want to know who you guys think won that first fight. But for the most part, I think we all know who won that fight, and that was Triple G. Triple G beat Canelo Alvarez. Here's how the judges scored it. One George scored it 115-113 Triple G. Another judge scored it 114-114. And this judge, Adelaide Bird, I hope I'm pronouncing your first name right, scored it 118-110 Canelo. That's right. 118-110 Alvarez. Let me go through this again. The one judge who scored it for Triple G had it scored 115-113. Another judge had it dead even, 114 apiece. This judge has it completely on the other side of the spectrum. 118-110 Canelo. I'm sorry, lady. I said this as soon as I heard it. What fight were you watching? There is no way... 
anybody who saw that fight saw Canelo winning that fight, number one. I mean, you could make the argument that maybe the fight was a little, you know, was maybe a little bit closer, for, but, but only for Triple G. There's no way that you can realistically tell us why you scored it on the other side of the spectrum when the other judges had it, one had it in a tie, and the other had it two points ahead for Triple G. Canelo didn't win the fight. And this is why it brings up the question, is boxing rigged? Do they do this because they know that fans will want to see a second match, which creates more money? I'll tell you this. I don't know. Breaking news really quick. The deal for Alex Smith has just been released. It's four years, $71 million for the four-year deal. He still has a year left. I don't know how much money he's got left on that. Um, I'll find that out when I go to break here, and then I'll just do a quick little update on that. But right now, his new deal is four years, $71 million, and that will go into effect the second, I'm sorry, next year when that one year goes away. Okay, so back to what I was saying. I, I apologize for the interruption. There's no way that this lady honestly truly thought trip, or, uh, that Canelo won this fight. Is boxing rigged? That's an interesting question here. Because when you have decisions like this and you have judges like this, you can sit there and you can wonder why. You can wonder why it's thought that. Because you know you're going to get a second rematch. I'll tell you what, that bullshit can't happen in the second fight. There has to be a clear and decisive winner. And I'm putting my prediction out right now. Triple G is going to win that fight. Triple G is going to embarrass Alvarez. You know, listen, Canelo is a great fighter. You know, he lost to Floyd Money Mayweather. He's a great fighter, but he's not beating Triple G. So my prediction will be Triple G. I think Triple G will knock him out in the eighth round. I'll go Triple G in eight rounds. All right. So listen here, guys, you made it to the end. Thank you for hanging out with me. Be sure to hit the clapping button so that I know which segments that you like the best. Also, be sure to hit the star button to favorite the station and share it with your friends. You can also find this podcast on Google Play, Pocket Casts, and Apple Podcasts. So again, thank you guys for joining me. I'm sorry it was late tonight. I will be back Thursday, 7.30, with more wrestling and sports. Hope you guys have a great rest of your week. We'll see you on Thursday. This is James McCoy from the Jam Sports and Wrestling Podcast. I said I would look up the money figures for Alex Smith's new deal. And the deal is four years, $94 million with 71 guaranteed. I looked at it and I thought it said four million, or I'm sorry, four years and 71 million. It's four years, 94 million with 71 million guaranteed. And that is third most for any quarterback for at age 34 and beyond. So Alex Smith is getting paid in Washington. So he'll be there for five years total. And that'll probably take him to the end of his career. He's 34 now. So I think he turns 35 before the next season starts. So by the time that contract's over, he'll be 40 years old. So chances are he'll probably retire as a Washington Redskin. He went from a Niner 
to a chief to a Redskin. So that's all there is on that. And also, the Cleveland Browns jumped in and tried to lure him away at the last minute before the deal with Washington went down. So Cleveland, obviously, knowing they need a quarterback. And that completely, I totally forgot to mention the Cleveland Browns. They can now go after Kirk Cousins. Cleveland Browns are going to have so much money under the cap. They could back it up for Kirk Cousins and still have enough to sign some free agents and build a team in Cleveland around Kirk Cousins. You know, so like I said before, you had so the Browns, the Jags, the Broncos. You know, those teams are always looking for a quarterback. I heard someone say the Giants, but that's not happening either, like I said before. Um, yeah, I mean, there's Kirk Cousins is going to have plenty of opportunities. The Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills are out there. So Kurt's going to get paid. If Smith just got paid this for a 34-year-old quarterback who's never won a Super Bowl, could you imagine what... I'm sorry, if Alex Smith just got this, could you imagine what Kirk Cousins is going to get? He's going to get paid. Back up the money trucks. Because Kirk Cousins, you're about to get paid. I mean, you've made over $64 million in two years on the franchise tag. So, good luck. Whoever signs him, you better be backing up that money truck. All right, guys. I will see you guys on Thursday with another episode. Have a great night. Hi, guys. This is Emily from the Create U86 podcast, and you're listening to the JM Sports and Wrestling podcast here on Anchor.